like I said today, this is, I'm talking about the greatest gift, the greatest gift. So my question is, what is the greatest gift that you have ever received? What is the greatest gift that you have ever received? I've received some pretty good gifts. I'll tell you about one of um, the best gifts I received. I've received some really good ones, but my favorite one so far is what I got yesterday. Oh my goodness. I got an umbrella for Christmas. Now, some of you go, that is so weird. Why would you be so excited about an umbrella? But this was just not any umbrella. So last year, my family, we went on a trip to Europe. And my whole life, I have been dying to go to the Mozart Museum. And so we went to Austria to the Mozart Museum on our first day there. And I was just like, I love this place. I love Austria. It's my favorite place in the world. And we went to the museum and I found this umbrella. And I just, it had like Mozart on it and I was so attached to this umbrella. I like just walked around the rest of the trip with this umbrella. It had to come with me through three more countries. And it's like a pretty decent sized umbrella. So that was like, I had to carry it on board. And I was like reading off on all the websites on the airplanes going, how am I going to get this through? Because some airlines say, you know, you can't have them if they're too big. And I was like panicking. So every airline, I'd get to the desk and be like, can I take this umbrella? Like, this is so special. I love this umbrella. Can I take it? And, uh, and so then they were like, oh, okay, yeah, no, it's fine. So I managed to get it all the way home through multiple countries. And I got it here. And I've been using it all the time. And I just loved this umbrella. It's just like a solid umbrella too. You know how that's like really hard to find? And... Um, Anyways, what happened one day is I was on the um, train on the way to work and I left my umbrella on the train. Now, I've left my work pass on the train before, managed to retrieve that. Um, so I was like, not a problem. I only realized when I got to work, so I was about a 15 minute walk away. So I was like, I'll just call them up. No problems, done this before. It's fine. I call them up because this is mid COVID. They go, sorry. We don't keep anything anymore because of COVID. We throw it all out. And I was like, no, not the umbrella. And um, I was like, no, 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 but you don't understand. I can't get another one of these. Like, they don't sell them anywhere except for in this shop. And they're like, yeah, no, sorry. And I was like, no, like, you don't understand. I can't go back to Austria. Like, I can't just get a new umbrella. And they're like, we'll, we'll have a look. We'll suss it out. Anyways, I went to the train station, contacted all these people, could not find it. They'd thrown it out. And I was like, so devastated as Caitlin would know, because I work with her and I just complain about it all the time. If only I had my umbrella. I'd see other people walking around with their umbrellas and go, oh, if only, you know, just look at their umbrella. What about my umbrella? You know, just so heartbroken. And then this Christmas, yesterday, I opened a box and inside this box was that very umbrella. My sister had contacted that store in Austria. They don't sell this umbrella online either. She literally sent them a photo and said, we need this umbrella. She used Google Translate to translate into their language, to email them and be like, you don't understand. She told my whole sob story about how devastated I was about this umbrella. And she got the umbrella shipped out to Australia for Christmas. And I was like, that is the best gift I've ever received. So good, so good. So if you need something done, you know, Carly's the one to go to. She has, um, can, uh, she has a bit of a, like, management fee. You just need to pay that to me first. Um, <laughs> but what's the greatest gift you've ever received? I'm sure these kids, we've got some kids out here that I'm sure have received some great gifts. Who wants to tell us who's got a good gift? Yeah, yeah, Elijah over there. A trampoline. <laughs> Sorry, Mel's too slow. <laughs> a trampoline. What else? We got one over there. 
Whoa. Two Beyblade stadiums. Whoa. We know that Matthew loves his Beyblades too. <laughs> a car. A car? A car he got. Whoa. Apparently. Whoa. Man, you got your license early. Solid. What do we got over here? Nintendo Switch. A Nintendo Switch. Nice. Oh, we've got one over here. Oh, Nintendo Switch games. Nice. 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 That's pretty like good. Anyone else? Oh, back over here. Gamer Run. She's getting her cardio in for today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last one. Minecraft Lego. Minecraft Lego. Oh, solid. What a good present. The greatest gift you've ever received. That's, that's pretty good. There's some pretty solid gifts. Like I said, my umbrella was pretty cool. It was a pretty great gift. But the greatest gift of all was Jesus. And why was Jesus the greatest gift? Well, there's so many reasons. But just as a few, I've just like recently started to think about that I never realized before. The first one is that he actually came to have relationship with us. Jesus was the greatest gift because he came to have relationship with us. If we look in the book of Matthew chapter 1, verse 22 to 23, it says, so all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. So this is when the angels actually visited Joseph in a dream when he was thinking about, because um, he was supposed to marry Mary. And then when he found out that um, she was pregnant, he was like, oh, this is dodgy. Like, I can't marry her. This looks super bad. Um, so he was going to, you know, he was going to, um, you know, uh, not marry her. I can't think of what the word was. <laughs> he was just going to not marry her. And, um, and an angel came and visited him in a dream. And the angel actually spoke to him and said, no, don't worry about it, Joseph. It actually is a baby from God. Um, you know, it is an immaculate conception. It is a baby from the Holy Spirit. And it says in this scripture, behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. So to us, a son was given. His name his name was to mean God with us. We think sometimes that Jesus just came to die. We just we think about that part, and of course, like that was part of his purpose was to come and to die on the cross for our sins. But we forget about the part that he actually came as a baby. He came as a child. He came to be with us. Before Jesus was even born, the angel told Joseph that he came to be with us. That's what he told Joseph. And I thought that was actually so significant too, because Joseph would have felt so alone in that time, you know, because if he was to take Mary as his, as his wife, what would people think? What would people think of them? You know, that, that would have just been a complete um, being ostracized from that community. What would people think, you know? But this angel came and said, no, Jesus has come. His name is Emmanuel. He's come to be with you. So you will not be alone. You will not be alone. And I'm sure many people have felt that this year in the midst of corona, amidst all the lockdowns. But that's the gift that Jesus has given us, that we will never be alone. God came to be with us. It's the hope for every person. Jesus could have come as an adult. God could have done whatever he wanted. He could have come as an adult for one day and died on the cross and left. You know, he could have done that. Why would he even want to walk amongst us? That's a question I ask a lot. Why? You know, God already saw us from heaven. We see stories in the Old Testament about how he had to flood the whole world except for one family because everyone was so sinful and so awful and so wicked and destructive that he's like, you know what, let's just start again. 
You know, he knew how, how bad we were. He already saw this from heaven. We know what he thinks of our sin and our bad behavior, he, we, um, how we have disobeyed, how we have strayed so far from his perfect ways and his perfect plan. But yet he came as a baby. Why? I can only conclude it's because he actually wanted to have a relationship with us, because he wanted to know us, to be close to us, to help us. To be distant from our sin and to watch from heaven is one thing, but to actually take our form, to actually come down to earth, to give up his crown, to give up his throne and come here to face the daily struggles of life, of being in relationship with people. You know, the disappointment he would face, the hurt, the betrayal. You think Jesus was even sent to death by the one of his best friends. He was, he was sold, you know, he was given away by one of his best friends. And that's what he knew he was already going to face. Why would he come? He hung on the cross for the ones that he came to save. But the beautiful thing about this gift is a son was given on Christmas Day. He grew up among us and not only told us how to live, but he showed us how to live. He walked amongst us in our hurts and our pains. When we walked in darkness and hopelessness, trapped in our own destructive way of living, Jesus was born, the son of God who knew a new way to live life. He taught us differently. He showed us differently. We've seen Jesus in the Bible. You know, he showed us actually to love our enemies. He showed us there was a woman caught in adultery, which was, you know, the penalty for that was to be stoned to death. But Jesus showed us actually we can love people and we can forgive them and help them out of their sin. You know, he didn't condemn the woman. You know, Jesus showed so much love. He went around healing people. He, went, he touched a leper. No one would ever touch a leper. No one would ever come near one. But Jesus showed great love. He didn't just want to come and die, but he wanted to be with us. He wanted to have a relationship with us. He wanted to show us what true love was. And to be honest, I think that just makes the gift of his life, of his sacrifice, even more greater, even greater love. Because how could you live that life, know these people so closely, so personally, and then still die for them after everything that they've done to you. What an incredible gift. And the second thing was he came to restore relationship with the father. So what the angel said to Joseph was that he was Emmanuel, God with us. But what the angel said to Mary was in Luke chapter 1, verse 30 to 33. It says, the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. And shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Did you know what the name of Jesus actually means? Is it means God is salvation. God saves. God saves. So when he told her that you were going to call this baby Jesus, he told her from the beginning that God saves. God is salvation. He is here to rescue you. He is here to save you. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. It says of the increase of his government and his peace, there will be no end because his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus because he is, he means God is salvation. He came to bring salvation to us. The name Jesus is so powerful. And he told Mary before he even was born that that's what his purpose was, to save us from our sin, to establish a new way for us to live 
and he came to give us a new outcome for our eternity. We were once in turmoil and entrapment in sin. There was once a time, you know, where it actually says in the Bible that the wage of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So our sin was going to mean that we had to die. And not just a physical death, because we have to do that, but a spiritual death, a death of separation from God the Father. You know, sometimes we look at this world and we think, this world is bad. (laughs) Yeah, there are some pretty awful things that go on in this world, but this world still has God in it. Can you imagine what it would be like if He was not in this world? And that's the life that we would have to face is eternal punishment. We would have to go where Satan and his, and his demons went to hell. We would have to live there. You know, that was our only option. But because Jesus came, God, our salvation, we can have redemption. We can have the gift of eternal life. We don't have to be separated from the Father, but we get to be reunited with the Father. And it actually says in the Bible that we get to be adopted and we get to call him Abba Father, which is the closest relationship you can have with someone. That is what Jesus has given us. I think, wow, how much God wanted that restored relationship with us, that he didn't just come for a day, but he spent 33 years approximately on earth loving us, walking with us. He did three years of ministry, spreading his love, his forgiveness, his grace, his mercy, teaching us his ways, encouraging us. Despite the way he was treated, despite the experience, our perfect God had in his imperfect, in this, came into this imperfect world, walked through it, lived a perfect life, and he still gave his life for us. Wow. To have gone to the cross, to be so committed to fulfilling his name, that what, what he was called, despite having actually walked among us, I even think about that sometimes. I'm like, even if it was just me on earth, like, I've met me. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't die for me. But Jesus died for all of us. To be hanging there on the cross and look down at the very people who put him there and still be wanting to follow through. He knew what the outcome was going to be. And the fact is, too, I always think about that as he came as a baby on Christmas. But the fact that he actually grew up and he came to this revelation um, you know, of knowing that he was Jesus and, and fulfilling that ministry, submitting to the will of the Father. But at any time, he could have said, God, all right, I'm out. I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I probably would have done that by the time I was five. But Jesus stayed all the way through, all the way to the end, and fulfilled that name, God is salvation. We can see that there is no greater love. So why was Jesus the greatest gift? Because he came to earth to be with us, to have relationship with us, to teach us a new way to live, and ultimately to bring us salvation, to redeem us from the life we could not redeem ourselves from, to restore us to relationship with the Father, to bring us his salvation. Where we were once far from God in our sin, in our mistakes, in our shame, and our brokenness, Jesus came to give his life for us to take our place and to reconcile us to the Father, that we would never be alone again, but we would forever be in relationship with God our Father. How amazing is that? As the greatest gift ever. It says in John 3:16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And that is the gift that came on Christmas Day. I just ask you in this place just to close your eyes, just bow your heads, just to 
so you can give everyone around you a bit of privacy. Just in this moment, it's just a moment of reflection. What an incredible gift. What an amazing gift. And it's a gift that is for everyone. It's not an exclusive gift for those who've lived a half good life. It's not an exclusive gift for those who are a bit charitable. It's not an exclusive gift for those who haven't committed an offence. You know, if you haven't, um, you know, got your name on the offenders register or something like that, you know, you haven't done something so bad, you've gone to jail or got a fine, then you're good. It's fine. But if you have, then it's too late for you. No, it's not like that at all. Jesus came for every single person. You are never too far. You've never done too many things wrong because Jesus came to pay the price for all of it, pay the price you could not pay. As I'm here just today, just to give an opportunity, maybe there's some people out there today who maybe you've had a relationship with Jesus before or maybe you've grown up in church and you know the story. You're like, oh, that's a nice story. Isn't that nice? Isn't it beautiful? But you've actually never made a decision to give your life to Jesus, to come into that relationship to receive that gift. Because the thing is, Jesus is holding the gift out, but you actually have to open your hands, open your heart to receive it. He wants to give it to you, that gift of eternal life, that gift of restoration, that gift of forgiveness, to wipe away your guilt, to wipe away your shame, to bring you into a newness of life. And maybe you've never known that before, but today is an opportunity for you as well whether it's the first time that you're saying yes to Jesus or it's the hundredth time, God doesn't care. He just wants you to come home to Him today. So that's you in this place. And you want to ask Jesus to come into your heart today to have relationship with Him. I just encourage you just with every eye closed and every head bowed, just to raise your hand in this place. And I'd love to pray with you. And that's the beautiful message of hope that God has given us. And I just encourage you today as you go out into your families, you go out into your friends' uh, friends' houses and parties and things that you're having, is there's plenty of people I know that you'll be surrounded with today that don't know that message of hope. So it's a really amazing opportunity today to just encourage people and to bring that message to them as well. People can receive Jesus anywhere, anytime. And he's called us to be his messengers of hope. Let me just pray for everyone this morning. Thank you, Jesus. God, we just thank you, Lord, that you're here with us today. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of your life, for the gift of your son, for the gift of eternal salvation, the gift of your hope that you gave us on Christmas. We thank you, God, that we are not alone, but you are with us forever. And Lord, we just thank you that we carry that hope with us. And we just pray over every single person today that they will just carry that hope into their day, into their family gatherings, into their friend gatherings, Lord, today, that they will just be able to spread that message that Jesus is our salvation and that you came to be with us on Christmas. We thank you, Lord Jesus, in your mighty name. Amen.